Welcome to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese, a program that can help you become liberated in the modern world. Now, here's your host, Dr. Kevin W. Reese. Ram Das was a great American story, a great American teacher, and a role model for me, perhaps to you as well, if you took a deep dive into his life. I was going to take the next two weeks off to finish out 2019, but last night I found out about the passing of Ram Das at 88 years old, and I had to say something because he influenced me on my journey so much. He... I identified with him. I understood him because he was a a Westerner. He was a Westerner. Most of the other great teachers and gurus are usually Indian, Chinese, or Japanese. And here was this Western man. By the time I discovered him, he was older in his 70s, you know. Put all his materials out there. He gave great discourses, wrote great books. He helped me greatly. Not even so much with the teachings, because you can. Here's the thing that I've been trying to tell you for 30 episodes the teachings are the same. Because the truth is the truth, and the way is the way. It's just some of us don't understand that because we're caught into beliefs, religious systems of belief. So if someone is Muslim and someone is Christian and then someone is Hindu, they have clashing beliefs. But when you break down the illusion of these religious beliefs and you go inside yourself and you start listening to people like Ram Das and many others, you realize that the truth is the truth. It's universal. It's a universal understanding and Ram Das was a vehicle to pass that understanding on to others and he did it arguably better than anyone Be why he was a seasoned public speaker this is one of the reasons I identified with him so much because he reminded me of me our stories are so similar. He's He was 48 years older than me, but such similar stories. And he was so 
good at public speaking. He could make you laugh. He could make you cry. He could be, he, he, he was loving, but also stern. And he could just really drill home a point and explain it in such a good way with analogies and metaphors. Just fantastic. His work was great. So the truth is the truth, but different speakers, different teachers find different ways to explain it. His real name was Richard Alpert. He was an uptight <laughs> Jewish scholar of psychology. He earned a Ph.D., and became a professor at Harvard. He was on his way. A great career. Right? A great American doctor. But he was looking for more. Eventually, in the 60s, he started experimenting with psychedelics, as many people did. He worked with Timothy Leary, who was known for that. With these psychedelics, like LSD and mushrooms, he discovered that there's different planes, there's different dimensions to this world. But, of course, many people will just say, oh, that's just the drugs, that's just the drugs. He wanted more. But he went from doctor, respected doctor, to psychedelic hippie, <laughs> basically. And he wanted more. And eventually he met someone who uh, was going to India, and he went. He went to India. And that's where everything changed. That's where he met his future master. A mystic saint named Baba Neem Karoli. And Baba Neem blew Richard Alpert's mind <laughs> just as the blue antelope blew my mind. Do you see the parallels? And Baba Neem Karoli, he had an ashram and Richard Alpert saw things and discovered things and he found out that you don't need psychedelics to get in touch with these worlds to see the truth. That the ancient Indians figured it out a long time ago and it's been passed down and anyone with the discipline to put the effort in can achieve these, let's just call it heights of personal development. And so this mystic saint, Baba Neem Karoli, blew his mind and he fell in love with him. Richard Alpert fell in love with him. That's what happens when you meet someone, your guru, your master, or just spiritual teacher. You fall in love. And he eventually took sannyas, which is like a commitment, 
almost like monkhood. And Baba Nim Karoli gave him the name Ram Das, which means servant of God. So for the next 48 or whatever years, every time someone said Ram Das, it was a reminder to him that he was a servant to God. So Baba Nim Karoli accepted Ram Das into his ashram and he stayed there for a while. But he had a lot of purification to go through. He was still uptight. He was still angry. He had repressed feelings. There were times where he would act up and throw things and have temper tantrums. And this is a 40-year-old man, you know. And that's part of the detox. That's part of the purification process, which I've talked about on this podcast. It's part of the inner peace practice, purification, the purification section. We have these repressed feelings and emotions, and they need to come out so we can purify. And that's what was happening to Ram Das right there. And his master, Baba Neem Karoli, was creating devices for him and the others. But I think he could tell that Ram Das was, he was a scholar. And that's what happens when you're a scholar. When you're a scholar, and I know because I guess you could consider me a scholar, you do a lot of research, you try to find evidence, you like to read, you like to find out proof of everything. But some things just can't be explained with words. Here was this uptight guy. I can relate. And he was purifying. There's this one story where he got mad at one of the other ashram members and he threw something at him. Baba Neem Crowley says, come here, Ram Das, come here. And Ram Das sits there and Baba Neem Crowley pours like warm milk down his throat. He's like feeding him warm milk like a mother. And he's consoling Ram Das. He's like, let me ask you a question, Ram Das. Now that he's calming down, he's like, do you love me? And Ram Das looks at him and he's like, yes, I do love you. And he's like, okay. Now I want you to go do the same thing I did for you to the others. <laughs> and so Ram Das, this was a very pivotal moment for Ram Das. And of course, I'm, I'm paraphrasing. I wasn't there, obviously. I wasn't even born yet. But that, that was the thing, is to purify and to learn what real love is. We think that love is like being married and it's beyond that, you know. So just moments like this. And Ram Dass seeing Baba Neem Karoli do things that are unexplainable. Mystics can do things that are unexplainable. I'm not going to get into that though. And this is what blew this scholar's mind. And made him truly convicted. And I don't even want to use the word belief. Just a conviction that enlightenment, enlightenment and is real and people can be you know, go beyond and disassociate with the body and the emotions and sort of become a a superhuman, if you will, 
not in the form of Superman or, you know, the Flash, but someone who's unshakable, undisturbed, can't be disturbed. And so Ram Das came back to America, a different person, and he wrote a book. It became a very famous book. It's called Be Here Now. And it sold a lot of copies. Why? Because he's a Westerner. You see? He came back. And they, you know, people wanted to hear from him and his stories versus the Indian guy that would come to America, you know? And he started doing public speaking. And he's, a career started. You know, he wasn't Dr. Richard Alpert anymore. He was Ram Das, Someone who threw away his whole career. Again, something that I associate with, right? I was on the radio, I was in the music business, and I left it all behind. I became a doctor just like Dr. Alpert, but because of the awakenings I've had, I don't associate myself as a doctor. It's just a role. So our stories aren't exact, but they're very, they have similar parallels. And so here he is, spending the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, having this amazing career. And he started nonprofit organizations. That was one of my inspirations to start a nonprofit. He worked in prisons. He would help prisoners try to awaken to truth. And one of the things he was really known for, and he sort of co-created a whole movement, is dying consciously. He would work with the dying, hospice care, and help people die consciously and, you know, with awareness instead of fear. And that was also an inspiration for me to get into hospice work. This kind of charity work is a device for people to wake up get closer to death. And Ram Das spent decades doing this work. And this is all in his 40s, 50s, and 60s. So he truly is the epitome of, uh, you know, 40 being sort of the midpoint. Almost as if you have, it's almost as if he had two lives. Richard Alpert, up to 40, and then Ram Das from 40 on. <laughs> oh, man. It just goes to show you that we can change. Even at 40, 41, 42, 43, we can change and just boom. Start a new existence and start a new work. He never became rich or anything like that. 
people would take care of him because they appreciated his work so much. The universe will provide you if you're doing the right things. So he had this amazing career, influenced and helped so many people. In his 40s, 50s, 60s. Then in his 70s, don't quote me on this, might be his 80s, something happened. He had a stroke. And the stroke woke him up, so to speak. Because he was like this spiritual teacher but perhaps he hadn't achieved and achieve is a wrong word but perhaps he hasn't re- hadn't realized everything that he was teaching you know but his stroke served as a device because no more could he walk around freely no more could he play golf no more could he have a relationship and make love no more could he be as free as you and I might be. He was confined to a wheelchair and he needed assistance. Game changer. There's a documentary on Netflix on Ram Dass. It's about his stroke and how he viewed it as grace. Grace. Great documentary. I recommend you go watch it. And this helped him awaken because he had, he was forced to be alone with himself more and reach the heights that we are capable of reaching, our higher self. You know? So his 70s and 80s, he, for the most part, to my understanding, he was in Hawaii. And he had care, people watching over him and I think people donated. Wayne, I know Wayne Dyer helped him raise money to help him because he was so moved by the work of Ram Das for decades. And he's like, now this guy needs our help. You know, because he didn't have a regular job. There's no insurance that comes along with being a spiritual teacher, you know. There's no 401k. So Ram Dass needed the help of the public and the public came through. Then he spent his last 15 or 20 years. And he's, he was still very lively. He would do Skype interviews. Actually, I was, to be honest, I, I was hoping to have him on this podcast because I saw him doing interviews with other people and I was like, oh, I'd love to have him on this podcast, but I guess I'm too late. I guess that's a lesson. Don't postpone. So, he was still very lively and he would do retreats and seminars out in Hawaii. People would come and, you know, obviously he couldn't speak the whole time, but, you know, they'd wheel him out and he'd, you know, maybe do 30 minutes or an hour. And, you know, he started to speak very slowly from the stroke instead of his normal self or how he used to speak 
You can go on YouTube. A lot of his talks are there. Just a great speaker. Unbelievable speaker. One, Arguably the best speaker I've ever heard, quite honestly. And yesterday he passed on at 88 years old. Just leaving behind this plethora of work and service to the planet. He doesn't die as a super celebrity like Howard Stern would or Jay-Z or Oprah Winfrey. He dies as a spiritual legend. And what happens when a spiritual legend dies is the death actually promotes the work. So 20 to 30 years from now, more people will know who Ram Dass was and they'll get more familiar with his books and his discourses and it'll help more people awaken. Death actually works as a device. A documentary was just made It's called Becoming Nobody. I believe it was just released a few weeks ago. <laughs> what timing? If I had an opportunity to speak to Ram Das, I would just say thank you so much for helping me on my journey. He was one of the guys. It was a good five or six guys that I, I just really, I listened to over and over and over again. But Ram Das stood out. Ram Das stood out. I never accepted him as my guru or my master because he wasn't a guru or a master. He was a seasoned public speaker and writer and intellectual who taught and spread the truth in ways that we can understand. Do yourself a favor and go listen to a discourse on YouTube. Get a book. The book that I have of Ram Dass is called Walking Each Other Home. It's all about death because he was closer to death. When he wrote the book, he was probably like 85. It's a few years ago. It's so riveting and just informative and powerful walking each other home what a phrase we're all walking each other home so yeah I would recommend that book walking each other home by Ram Das maybe watch the documentary listen to a discourse on YouTube get familiar He was truly a gem in our society. His story alone. People ask me, well, you know, who's your guru? Well, you know, I have a guru. The Blue Antelope was my mentor. I can't consider him a guru. Because he didn't have disciples, right? 
He was just a wandering mystic. And Ram Das, I consider him my role model. Something to strive for. You know, I'm 40 years old. I just turned 40 this summer. He transformed at 40. You know, he he brings a roadmap, if you will. I, I could spend the next 40 years teaching and writing books, spreading the truth such as he did. This podcast is part of that. Or I could hit 50 episodes on this podcast, consider it a body of work, and then disappear like the blue antelope and go be self-realized somewhere in peace. Two different, you know, styles there, right? Ram Das, a great role model. Someone who's just done a lot of good work in this world. And it's worth getting familiar with him. I had to say something on this podcast or it just wouldn't feel right if I didn't. He said in his book, Walking Each Other Home, that he wanted to die with nothing but the photo of Baba Neem Karoli. He loved him dearly. And I obviously don't know how it happened, but I hope he got his wish. And he died with his master's photo and transcended on to the formless world thank you for listening and our regularly scheduled program will continue on episode 32 talk soon Thanks for listening to Inner Peace with Dr. Reese. If this episode opened your heart, feel free to share on social media and tell your loved ones. Also, be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. Until next time, may peace be with you.